0: Were you unable to catch the show this morning? Don't worry, we've got you covered. This is the Mark and Jess Replay. Enjoy!
1: Last night, the Canadian fans were just wild at that game. Mm -hmm. And there were a few times where the play would be going and they would be continuing a song and singing it for like a long time. Yeah,
2: that's becoming more and more of a thing at sporting events. It is. What songs were they singing? Um,
1: the one that I noticed because they went forever was that Hey Baby where it's like Hey, hey, hey Baby hey, Baby Ooh. Ooh Ah Oh yeah I wanna know They went forever. Oh really? Like ever and ever. They went quite a few rounds and then I thought it was dead and then I was like wait a minute I think there's people still singing it and then all of a sudden it came <laughs>
2: I like that people do that. They're having they're having fun. Yeah. Um, one time at a Ryder game this year. Well, we do it every game. a yeah. Sing along. Yeah. But the one that people got into the most was I think it was Brian Adams' "Summer of '69" and people were oh crazy yeah, or was it "Don't Stop Believing"?
1: Okay. So what I yeah. want to do is we each pick a song that we think would be the best anthem sing-along song.
2: Oh, We'll put
1: it up on Twitter, and then whoever loses has to karaoke the winner's
2: song later this hour. Oh, I like that. Okay. Do we have to think of a song right now? Well,
1: you got some ideas there.
2: Uh, oh boy, okay Well, let's hear your song
1: I'm gonna go Oh, with I got
2: one I just got a text
1: I wanna on my go personal phone. with uh, All the Small Things Because I've been really loving that one
2: Okay I'm gonna go with Friends in Low Places
1: Oh, that's a good one
2: Yeah Casey's sister just texted me On my personal phone I'm like, <laughs> hey, why is she? She must be listening Looked Friends in Low Places Okay, so We'll start up on you, Twitter Yeah At Play92 Regina
0: Later this hour We'll do it The Replay With Mark and Jess So, earlier this
1: hour, we each picked a song that we thought would be a good stadium sing-along song. We did. Put it on Twitter, and the loser has to sing the winner's song now. Mm Mm-hmm. And, unfortunately, I only got, I think, five votes.
2: (laughs) It was an absolute landslide. I got to thank Casey's sister for texting me and suggesting Garth Brooks' Friends in Low Places. I
1: wonder what you would have picked if she had not said that.
2: Probably call him Baton Rouge, and then you wouldn't have won. Oh... I never lose. (laughs) Okay, so take it away. Let's hear you sing Friends in Low Places. Okay. Are you going to cut me off when I'm done? Absolutely, yeah.
1: (laughs) Blame it all on my roots. I showed up in boots and ruined your black tie affair. Pretty good. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. To the last one to know. The last one to show I was the last one you thought you'd see there.
2: Keep it going.
1: And I saw the surprise and the fear in his eyes
2: when I took
1: his glass of champagne. it's coming. It's coming. And I toasted you, said, honey, we may be through, but you'll never hear
2: me complain.
0: Listening to the Mark and
1: Jess replay. So Taylor Swift has a lot of cats, does she? She's got three. Oh, really? Okay. And it's cool because she names them all after different characters. So her one cat, Olivia Benson, who's named after uh, Mariska Hargitay's character on Law and Order. Okay. Um, she is now one of the highest-grossing cats in the world, or animals. It makes money. Yeah. And is reportedly worth $97 million. (laughs) How is it earning money? Because she gets it into commercials. So this cat has been in commercials with Taylor Swift for DirecTV, Diet Coke, AT&T, plus two different Taylor Swift music videos.
2: And it's... Earning obviously the income is not going to the cat. Yeah. We all know it's going to Taylor Swift, but she's kept track of what this cat has earned. Yeah,
1: and it's they say that yeah, it's worth its net worth is ninety seven million, and it's not even the top for net worth out of celebrity animals.
2: What? Yeah. Wait a second here. I'm trying to think of a celebrity that has a pet that's well known, but I can't think of any.
1: No, I don't think you'll know.
2: Hit me with it. Any of them. What's the What's the highest? The the richest animal.
1: The richest animal is a German Shepherd named Gunther the Sixth.
2: Gunther the Sixth. Okay.
1: (laughs) Worth an estimated five (gasps) hundred million dollars.
2: Come on. Whose dog is that?
1: I don't know. Gunther the Sixth. I bet you you could find it pretty easy. Well, yeah. Worth that kind of money. Let's see. Gunther the Sixth, the millionaire dog. It doesn't say. Who owns that dog? And then there's another do- there's another cat, I think we said cat. just going to jump back here. Um, that is Instagram famous, mm-hmm. and it's worth a hundred million dollars as well.
2: Well, <laughs> what a way to start the morning. Let's feel bad about ourselves and our financial situations by talking about how rich a cat and there two cats and a dog. It is ridiculous. <laughs>
0: The Mark and Jess Replay. So a
1: gym, it's a luxury gym mm. in Toronto. And I'm thinking they probably posted this for all of their accounts that they have, like other cities and stuff. They posted this on New Year's Day and it said, we don't speak January and so we're not accepting new memberships today. Because they didn't want New Year's resolutioners trying to get a gym membership. Ugh. They said... Um, You are not a new year's resolution and your life doesn't begin at the start of the new year. And that's not what being part of our gym is about. They want people that want to be part of the gym, not give up in three weeks.
2: I mean, in this day and age, I feel like any business can't be turning people away. Right? If people want to sign up for a gym membership. <laughs> let them sign up. Right? Is this them kind of trying to protect their current members too, where they don't want their gym overflowing with people? But I'm still, guessing yeah. it's like you—you you can't turn people away. Yeah. Now, what are people saying online? Are they getting some backlash? Um.
1: I don't know. They're saying they're not wrong because lifestyle change and commitment doesn't just only begin on January 1st. Right. I saw that. Okay. But
2: they also, some people are like, this is unnecessary. It is. It is unnecessary, I think. And now thinking of this, you know what a fast food restaurant should do, hmm. or a burger place or something? Do like the opposite. Encourage people. Be like, listen, if you're not doing New Year's resolutions, you don't care. Come in and get... A free burger with a purchase of a burger. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. yeah I, I'm a Bogo. I'm a marketing guru.
0: You're listening to the Mark and Jess replay.
1: I forgot about this little debate I got into with my mother-in-law at Christmas. Oh
2: boy, debating your mother-in-law? I don't think that's ever a good idea, but go on.
1: I think I'm right, though.
2: I think you think you're always right. Well, yeah.
1: Uh, so <laughs> she had got a McCain Deep and Delicious cake. Oh, yeah. I haven't had one of them in years. Yeah. Um, but she put it on the counter and let it, like, no. thaw out. Well, like, wait, to the point you... where, like, the frosting on top was, like, melting down the side. Yeah, I know. And, and so it was, like, room temperature when we ate it. No,
2: it's got to be cold. Right. It doesn't have... it's shouldn't be frozen. But not... I
1: think you take it out of the freezer if... and you leave it for, like, five minutes max.
2: Yeah, I would probably say so. Like, yeah, you can't have it room temperature. No. I feel like... Well, they... I... Like, put it in the fridge. And uh, oh, see I
1: don't th- I think fridge cold is still too warm. I think it's got to be like almost kind of frozen. No,
2: I think fridge temperature is the perfect. But she she was going with room temperature.
1: Yeah, and I was yeah. and we had it and I was like, I don't know, someone seems off about this.
2: Yeah. No, she's she's wrong. You're right. Thank you. Yeah, You're welcome. (laughs) But maybe don't debate her ever again. And especially during the holiday season. I know. Uh, That's not the time you want to do it.
0: The Replay with Mark and Jess. A McDonald's in
1: Wales has been named the world's best McDonald's.
2: Okay. And why does does that one get that title?
1: So they have a deluxe menu. Oh, deluxe. Yeah. So here's some of the things. Apparently they have truffle fragrant mayonnaise. Huh?
2: Yeah. Truffle fragu- fragrant. Yeah. B- mayonnaise. I don't even know what that is. It sounds deluxe.
1: Well, fragrant would be smell. Yeah. But well, it smells like truffles. I don't know. Maybe they put truffles in it. Truffles are expensive.
2: Yeah. I've, they're so expensive. I've never had them.
1: Um, and fancy. Cadbury chocolate filled McFlurries. Oh, okay. Um, The five star fast food chain comes, oh, that's Claim, sorry, comes from a chef. He's like a world renowned chef. And he says that they have the best McDonald's food when he's gone there. Everything tastes better. So
2: it's not just a cook, it's a chef. It's a chef. Gordon Ramsay back there yelling at employees, making sure it's all good.
1: Yeah, he put it in like a food guide. It was so good. And people say that, like, okay, listen to this. Their Crispy Chicken Sandwich, mm-hmm. black pepper mayonnaise coated, served on a sourdough-style sesame bun. They have nacho cheese wedges with spicy jalapeno slices. I mean, yeah,
2: okay, it sounds like they have different they items. They have different foods. yeah. It's a deluxe menu, but you can make any McDonald's item sound fancy. Like, you can make a Big Mac sound fancy. What is like it? A, a well-aged piece of Canadian beef with iceberg lettuce and Gouda cheese. No, it's not Gouda. Gouda cheddar cheese.
1: Is it cheddar Slope. or is it like cheddar. a craft singles?
2: Well, that's, I'm trying to make it fancy, so just bear with me here. I'm trying to think on the spot. Cheddar cheese with a, a sesame bun and nice tasty sauce i don't know i can't I'm, but you know you can make any item sound fancy Yeah, but
1: that's not fancy it just has or it's not they're not trying to make it sound fancy it has truffles in it it has
0: sourdough bun
2: yeah like you're not going there with a 10 bill and getting something you better be I taking your so. credit card
0: the Mark and Jess Replay.
2: We've talked about this before. I've actually got Judge Jessica to uh, make a ruling on this, but I'm going to bring it up again because I don't think I've ever shown you a picture of it. I'm going to show you a picture. Then we're going to post it on our Facebook page as well. So when it comes to the tube of toothpaste in our bathroom, mm-hmm. it is a disaster most of the time. What do you mean? The, the Well, I'll show you. The The end of it Where the toothpaste comes out Casey doesn't actually get All the toothpaste off Onto her toothbrush So it just builds up And it's a mess Ew Right? How does that even happen? And that happened I clean this thing up Real nice Yeah And then within days That happened And it's because she squirts so much out And then again Only takes like a little bit of it Puts it on her brush And then leaves it like that.
1: I don't even understand how you do that. And maybe it's because I have a different... I have a electric brush.
2: Oh, you fancy.
1: And it's just got like a little like round top on it. So you just put a little like on there. Oh, yeah. And then there's no extra toothpaste that's coming out of the tube.
2: Well, no, unless you... Like this tooth, toothpaste is down to, you know... There isn't much left in it. Yeah. So I think that's kind of... You got to really squeeze and then you accidentally squeeze too much and excess
1: comes out. I don't think in my adult life I've ever had excess toothpaste on my tuba toothpaste. I've never not been able to close it
2: completely... It's never been messy. I don't understand that. You're telling me. I've been living with her for five years now and have to deal with this every single day.
0: Get your own toothpaste and be like, this one's mine. Actually, I
2: didn't even think of that. I would. That's a good idea because, yeah, this is just absolute nonsense.
0: This is the Mark and Jess replay. Hopefully this break is better than the last one. I saw this
1: meme last night and it was just kind of like things that people regret the 2000s trends we regret starter pack oh okay uh and so this was for girls but um it was like those penciled on thin eyebrows oh yeah and like the yeah. color blocking hair it was what's really, color block? like it was like chunky streaks in your hair okay
2: okay stuff yep. like
1: that they're cr- kind of weird looking uh manicures where the nails went out like this. Oh, I don't oh, know. I don't those. They know. had them on
2: Jersey Shore a lot. Oh, well, that's why then. Yeah. And um, everyone was faking bacon back then too because I know. of Jersey Shore. And doing the bump up hair
1: and what? remember that? They did like the bump or you could buy the bump. Uh, what? Bump it? No. What was it called? It was like that little like thing that you stick in your hair and then you put and your then, hair over oh. it and it would, you
2: know? Okay. No, I don't. I can't remember what no, that was never called. did that with my hair. Well, no.
1: <laughs> what? Now, though, it got me thinking about, like, high school, and were there any styles that you kind of look back and you're like, oh, I can't believe I wore that.
2: Uh, no, I didn't, it, it it's, it's not from high school, but I used to, like, bleach blonde my hair, because it was a hard When was color. that? It was, After high school? No, 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 it was probably grade seven, eight kind of oh thing, didn't do it in high school. I can't picture it. But, uh. Yeah, I would do that. And my mom always said back then, you're going to look back someday and think, man, that looks so stupid. And I said, no, I won't. It looks cool now and it will always look cool. Uh-huh. And I look back now and I'm like, I look like a complete idiot. <laughs> and what I did too, because I had long hockey hair. Yeah. So I put my hat on and then get my hands and just like pull out my Every hair on the side. Every Yeah, I get yeah. the wings going. <laughs> just look like a clown. And
1: then did you have a puka shell necklace on? Uh,
2: well, probably. Yeah. <laughs> I, I just don't recall. But. Yeah, probably. What about you? What's the style you look back on? And you're like, oh, my God.
1: Um, High school, I went through this phase where I'd wear like crazy tights, like leopard skin tights or like skull tights. And I don't know why I did that. My mom like introduced me to them and was like, yeah, this might be cool.
2: And so I wore that. Does your mom wear leopard tights? No, never. Because I'm just picturing her right now wearing leopard tights at your house with the uh, clips of hair. You know what the where or, they go?
0: like Peg Bundy.
2: Yeah, Yeah, that's what I'm picturing right now It's not your mom though
0: No The replay with Mark and Jess
2: We were just talking about the world's best McDonald's And I tried to make a Big Mac sound fancy Mm -hmm. Didn't go well I wasn't prepared Okay So I took some time to prepare And I would like another (laughs) stab at it if you don't mind Okay, go for it 100% mouth-watering Canadian beef patties, sandwiched between a sesame seed bun fresh out of the oven, topped with delicious pickles, crisp shredded lettuce, finely chopped onions chopped by a slap chop, and a slice of 100% perfectly aged Canadian cheese. And finally, our secret Big Mac sauce poured slowly on to give it the final touch served in a totally recycled cardboard box.
0: (laughs) It was good. You're listening to the Mark and Jess Replay.
2: This university student down in the States has gone viral online. She's 18 years old. Her name is Sammy. And um, she, you know, being 18 years old, was born into a world of smartphones, social media, that kind of thing. Yeah. So what she's doing, and maybe it's becoming a trend for other younger people, is when she goes out on the town with her friends, she leaves she she doesn't have her smartphone, she has a flip phone.
1: Ah. Like that's an cool. old,
2: you know, Motorola or something like that.
1: Kicking it old school. Kicking it old
2: school, right? And uh, that way. I guess she doesn't post anything she, you know, doesn't want people to see on social media. It's
1: I wish I would have thought of that when I was in my bar days. Oh, I do you
2: post some stuff you shouldn't have? Uh,
1: I don't know, but I would always go back through my camera roll and my phone the next morning and be like, okay, did I text anybody yeah. I didn't want to? Did I take pictures, post anything? Kind of do like a whole sweep.
2: Yeah. Uh, did you ever take... Disposable cameras out
1: No but actually um, We're planning my sister's stay and one of the bridesmaids said She went to a bachelorette party Where that's all they had And she said it was awesome Nobody was on their phones the whole time Mm. They were just taking pictures on the disposable cameras So I really like that idea
2: I think that's a great idea And then you can look back at them later Once you get them developed Yeah. Uh, Back to the flip phone for a sec T9 texting do you remember that? I didn't ever have to do it because when I got my first phone,
1: it had the. Sl- I could slide up the keyboard. Oh, you had the
2: full keyboard. Uh,
1: so it had the T9, but I never used that. I would always slide up and use the
2: keyboard. Oh, I remember T9 texting. And I don't think it'd be like riding a bike. If I tried to do it again, I don't know if I'd be able to do it again. But, oh, yeah, you could just rip through. You know what? Text. I'm
1: surprised because everybody's so nostalgic that they don't have an app where you can change your texting. Back to T9
2: Well maybe they do And if they don't You should trademark it right now Because you might be Zuckerberg rich
0: (laughs) The replay with Mark and Jess
2: Earlier we were talking about The tube of toothpaste at my house We posted a picture on the Play 92 Facebook page And I don't think I said this on air I'll say it now That picture I showed you and that's on our Facebook page isn't the worst it's ever been. I cleaned it probably two days prior to that. Mm -hmm. And then that happened. And a majority of the people on our Facebook page are saying they keep it tidy. And I noticed the people that are saying they don't, it's mainly their kids that don't keep it clean.
1: One lady said that she just
2: doesn't and she lives alone. There are a few, yeah. but the It's kids. I would say it's mostly kids that, you know, the tube of toothpaste where the toothpaste comes out is a mess because you know
1: do you guys always get the toothpaste that has the flip up top because oh. i think that's getting in the way
2: that's a good question yeah maybe we've got to get the twist on yeah. twist off kind of one i think what is a good idea you mentioned it earlier and people are mentioning it on facebook that they actually have different tubes of toothpaste like they have one and their partner has a different one yeah Someone said that they've been married for 18 years and have been doing it for all 18 years. <laughs> and I might have to get on that because every time I pick up the toothpaste, I'm like, how is it like this? And then if you really get into it, sometimes you'll get a dry chunk in there because it's oh. all over. You know what I mean? And then you're like, spit it out. Gross. Yeah. Oh, it's just living at my house, it's just, it's
1: tough. You're going to tell me next that she doesn't clean out the toothpaste in the sink.
2: There's just globs of it in there when you go into the bathroom. Uh I would say yeah. <gasps> Maybe she would say differently but I would say yeah. When I see a glob in there I get, you know, get it out. Get it out. Small piece of toilet paper, get it out, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't think she does. But I will Aww. say, I can't rag on her all the time. She does way more around the house than me. Well, yeah, like,
1: I don't know. I see all your Instagram posts and your house looks beautiful. And then you tell me this. And I'm like, yeah,
2: wow. No, she does way Imposter. more. Imposter. <laughs> and I will say she's parenting right now. Yeah, that's, that's true. the toughest job in the world.
0: You're listening to the Mark and Jess Replay. Tell
2: me Gary McKee is a dude from the UK, and he ran a marathon every single day of 2022. Oh, wow. A full marathon every single day of 2022 to raise money for cancer treatment. And, well, that means he ran... Fifteen thousand three hundred kilometers. Wow! Which is absolutely insane. He ran through twenty pairs of running shoes, <laughs> and uh, on New Year's Eve he finished his final marathon to cheering crowds and fireworks near his home, and he reached a million dollars, a million euros um, in donations, which is one point four million Canadian dollars. Which oh, that's is just crazy. amazing. Tell me something good. This family
1: from Miami were recently on vacation in Quebec and they were out for a walk around this lake when a dog ran out of a yard and came to play with the kids. Mm -hmm. Um, Anyway, they pet the dog for a while and then it went on its way and as they were walking around the lake they noticed that there were paw prints going down to the lake. The dog had ran off and ended up falling into the water. Um, So this family decided they were going to save the dog and the video is kind of funny because they clearly have not worked with ice very much and or dogs i don't know they have like a big stick and they're trying to tell the dog to like grab the stick and pull the dog out eventually they ended up making like a human chain they got down to the water and they lifted the dog out from the ice and saved this dog oh, good
2: tell me
0: something good